So you just go in the shower and you shower and then you're done. It's <laughs> a weird way to start a conversation. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> Why do you believe in your own because obviously you you have your own views on it to why the earth's flat so I, I would like to hear your reasoning behind how should i start this without offending people dude <laughs> no, just, hey, just offend them if, if people are gonna get offended then just go offend them no but i mean like if you watch uh on the recordings from nasa it's called mm -hmm. nasa yeah yeah um yeah. It's just common sense. There's no way that they can like walk in space and traveling like thousands of kilometers in uh, an hour and nothing happening to their suits. You know, like Cause, why? Because they're in an, an, an airtight vacuum chamber. Well, the suit's ox is got oxygen I... inside it, so it's airtight. Uh, pressurized suits yeah i believe they do everything in uh in the in the in the water though i mean like i don't think they have like a pressurized a chamber i think it's water it's a lot easier there's no way that we're like a ball like stationary in space so you think one big line well not a line like a big circle no, it it's it, it doesn't have to be like a circle, but I I think we are in a, a like a yeah, like like a circle. Yeah. See, I'm I'm a man of science, <laughs> so there's there's got to be a scientific point behind it, right? Should be. say we are flat. Um, one, say it is flat, right? If you were to stand where your house is now and walk in a straight line and yeah. just keep walking and eventually quote walk all the way across why would you come back on yourself if the world was flat there would be an ending and there isn't oh oh yeah but um i also believe that we only have like um access to a small portion of the flat earth <laughs> so i believe <laughs> this is legit though i have started to believe that we we live on the flat surf and we're surrounded by big walls and there we got the north pole and the south pole and it's just ice walls just honestly you think that's giant ice age oh no i i believe that um, outside of these walls there are um higher intelligence uh, people that oh. are controlling everything else so we're just like a sims game <laughs> we're part of the matrix <laughs> um, could be matrix too but i i like to think about the sims because then when i get a pool they would take my pool stairs out and i, I will drown <laughs> Like, uh, you can swim infinitely, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's constantly swim. I don't know. You don't believe the Earth is flat? You still believe no, it's round? No, I, I believe... Well, it's not a circle. It's been proven that it's not. 
we're more like an oval, but we're constantly spinning. Don't know if you know this, but the Earth spins around a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. Or possibly, yeah, around a thousand miles an hour. Because obviously, every hour the sun moves in different stages. So there's 24 hours a day, the sun moves around the Earth mm-hmm. 24 times. So as the Earth rotates, different parts of the planet see that. No, fucking shit like that. If we were flat, the sun wouldn't move. It would just stay there and it would go across the whole earth at the exact same time but the fact that the sun moves on an axis would have to identify that we're not flat as people were to believe because what's the say you have how do i explain it now (laughs) it's hard (laughs) it's not hard i'm just trying to get a visual aspect so i can say you've got like a like a tube in front of you right and then on top of it is a ball yeah you then have a second ball and you slowly move it around the earth or not the earth the ball on this pillar you're basically moving the sun around and around the ball in the middle and then that's what we preview or that's what we see whenever we look outside and see the sun in different places now if you were to look at it again yeah and the Earth was flat, and you've got a big disc. Say that word, like an like an oval disc instead of being a oval. The yeah. sun wouldn't need to move; it would stay in that one little spot, and it would cover everything. That's why so, there there's there's people with the on-off switch. So the sun and and the moon is the same thing. It is, and it isn't. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. The reason it's deeper you see than that. the moon is because light reflects off of it and that light is coming from the sun because as we move it around the earth, uh, the moon is slightly higher than we are so it gets hit by the sun and then it bounces the rays of light off and then bounces at us that's why we get moonlight and then obviously some points during the year we get eclipses and that's when the, the sun and the moon block each other and then that's where you get the nice little blocked out sun. No, it's it's still giant people that are controlling it. <laughs> There's <just> one guy <laughs> with two thumbs and he's slowly moving <laughs> This is his job, okay? <laughs> they, they pay him very well, I heard. <laughs> I, I take it if you believe that the Earth's flat, you also believe that like, the moon landing was fake. Oh, yeah. But even before when I didn't believe that the Earth was flat... I still thought that the moon landing was fake. I've always thought the moon landing was fake. They did a phone call, Brandon. A phone call from the moon to Earth. How? Uh, Satellites. The one thing that I don't get. In space, there's no oxygen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. There's absolutely there's no at well, um, There may be oxygen at some point, some a million miles away, but on the moon, it's got no atmosphere, so it shouldn't have any wind because because there's no air. Why is the flag rippling like it's being blown? Yeah, I know. And when they landed with the big spaceship, 
there's no like landing uh, marks or anything the landing the spaceship just put their feet down on the moon and there's like no marks no debris nothing i mean the slight debris you can see moon prints and stuff i'm trying to mute my phone but it's not <laughs> working oh, that's when my phone's upside down okay that makes a lot of sense <laughs> another big wide conspiracy is the incident with the uh 9-11 attack oh yeah that's that's a big one obviously the attack itself wasn't a conspiracy um it was unfortunately quite a tragic event but the incident revolving the two towers and also the third building collapsing is got quite a conspiracy against it um some people believe that the original building that was marked for demolition because the third building that collapsed um if i am correct was scheduled for demolition and it was just a couple of blocks away from the twin towers um some people believe well i don't know if some people believe actually this is my my opinion on, on on the matter should i say is that the same crew that fitted the demolition explosives on that building then went and probably blew up the other two buildings at the same time oh yeah yeah i've read about the 9-11s too and the con conspiracies ab about it because the owner of the two buildings had billions of dollars in debt yeah um and con and consequently the insurance that he had on them towers were insured for billions so he kind of evened out the books oh yeah um, it's it's a very odd it's it's very odd um one of them instances where the timings were perfect i mean i don't believe they knew that the that the airplanes were going to get hijacked nor oh no were no. they going to get flown into the, i just think that what was originally going to happen is that that building was going to go down and then the two other ones were going to fall with it and then they would claim that the shock wave from the original building caused the other two to collapse yeah um because that that would they, have made sense like it, it would have made a lot more sense if that were to happen but with the unintentional airplane being involved i think they used that as a, another means of cover and tried to say oh the airplane that flew into it weakened the beams and then it collapsed on itself uh, I don't know if you've personally seen any of the documentaries because there's loads of do documentaries that are quite um, a view to watch. I would personally recommend them because they do bring up a lot of interesting facts. I take all my facts from TikTok. <laughs> I don't believe everything <laughs> on TikTok. Um, but they, they bring up a lot of theories and it's quite interesting to see uh, and hear and it obviously brings a um, a massive light to all the behind the scenes and everything there's a documentary out there i've forgotten the name of it but it shows at one point in time loads of liquid metal pouring out of one of the sides of the buildings now i don't know if you do know this but the melting point of steel is it's incredibly high. high yeah it's high That's um and i don't know if you know as well but when you burn jet fuel 
it doesn't burn to the heat that you need to melt steel. Um, I believe to melt steel, you need between 2500 and 2800 Fahrenheit um, to burn it, which for, I don't know if you use Celsius. Yeah. Yep. It's about 1300 to 1500 Celsius. Yeah. Um, which obviously is, is very high. But if you were to compare that to uh, the temperature caused or the burn temperature of jet fuel, it won't be the high. I believe it's like 800 to 1000 Fahrenheit. It's uh, if you were to try and argue that all oh, the jet fuel burn high enough to melt the beams physically possible it or scientifically it's not possible no it's like... so i would say it's probably about 30 about 30 not 30 sorry about 50 percent of so it would melt it, it wouldn't melt it but it would superheat the metal to make it malleable which could possibly warp the steel beams uh, but it wouldn't make it to the point where it would rush out with liquid metal there's another a guy online that does an experiment and he figures out that steel burnt with uh, thermite causes the metal to get to that melting point and he kind of recreates the same liquid pour when he uses thermite. Um, so some people speculate that there was thermite charges used somewhere in that building to then cause it to then fall on itself. So yeah, I also heard that there were like um, there were explosions after the planes have gone into the buildings too. There should be no way to be more explosions after the plane has come in and exploded. Yeah, yeah, because when the plane hit, it would have basically combusted on upon impact. Oh yeah. Um. So there wouldn't be a second explosion. Um. So there's. A lot of speculation around it. Likelihood of anything coming out from it is very slim. I reckon they'll keep it hush hush. Um, the same reason they kept the fact that the Pentagon uh, got attacked shortly after. Did you hear about that? Oh yeah, yeah, I heard that. Um, <laughs> I believe it was. It, I don't. I don't know if it's all on the same. It may have been all the same day. But recently, before that incident. Um, there was a couple of billion dollars that went missing in the treasury or someone documented that um, a billion dollars or a couple of billion went missing and they were looking into them billions um, and consequently the room that had all these information about where these billions have went um, got hit by a plane or what other people are saying is that was a missile attack I think they, but there's they... no proof of it no no I think it was the same day, or like a couple of hours later, or something. Yeah, like that. I, I, I believe the towers were attacked first, and then the Pentagon was attacked afterwards. But um, with it being the most secure and most camera-ridden place on the planet, you would believe that there would have been some sort of video evidence of a plane or of anything being driven into that side of the building. Oh yeah, um, and... but instead, though, they had no proof of it. I mean. At least they should have like surveillance cameras that uh, save the images to the cloud. So even if the hard drives would be smashed, it would still have the video evidence of a plane crashing. Yeah, I mean, eyewitnesses. It's the freaking Pentagon. I mean, it's it's it's, it's, the, it's supposed to be one of the most secure places in the planet. 
no video, no white witnesses, um, and there's nothing. It's 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 bizarre. Um, so there's a lot of uh, speculation around that one. That was a sick day. Like I'm not like a sick, joyful day, but like a. Like I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't believe people are going to say that you thought the 9-11 was a sick day. It was, um, I, I believe the correct word you meant to use was a tragic, yeah, tragic, <laughs> tragic yeah. day. I don't think people are going to go, you thought it was a midday. No. Yeah. It was <laughs> um, It was a sickening sight. <laughs> yeah. uh, consequently, it was a day before my birthday as well, because um, my birthday is the 12th. So I would be turning two or just before my second birthday when that happened. Uh, and now... 22 years later and it's still um, a conspiracy with the what happened i mean I, the moon landing happened what was it 1968 it's 50 over 50 years old and people are still be, believing the same thing as me that it didn't happen mm. so i mean like mm. There's a couple of people that I know personally, I've worked with them in the past, that believed um, that COVID was a hoax. Oh, yes. Like it was a way of getting people to spend money on medicines and such. All the COVID treatments and all the deaths related to COVID weren't because of COVID, but because of something else. I mean, I still believe that because if you listen to them now, I mean, like, uh, what was the... Um medical company called Pfeiffer. They did the first vaccine and they got billions of dollars to make the vaccine. And then they took the profit to themselves. So they borrowed money from like United States and then they kept the winnings from it. And also if, if you have gotten the vaccines, it didn't help you against COVID. You could still get COVID. Yeah, COVID was about um, as big as it was back then. I caught it in 2021. July in 2021, I caught COVID, or at least a variant of COVID. My personal experience of it, it was like a really, really bad cold with a really bad headache. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> there oh, yeah. were some days where I wanted to put my head through a wall because my head was just killing me. So I, I, I do believe that COVID was a real thing and that it was a disease. The disease is the, But I the disease don't is real. believe that it came from nowhere. Oh, no, no. And it was not the Chinese eating uh, bats. Yes. No, so it was what not. people were saying is that it's come from... Chinese markets of people eating bats. Now I don't believe that because <laughs> I've eaten bats and I have never gotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gone to China many times. It's never happened. No, it's um because it wouldn't have spread as fast as it was. Like if it's like a massive cold, right? Yeah, it would probably only go to like a certain get spread to a certain amount of people, and then it would be gone after that but it spread across the globe like almost yeah. instantly it was everywhere so what i would say is that it was a i would i wouldn't say it's a bioweapon but i believe it was made in an app an app in a lab uh for a possible cure to something and obviously it blown out of proportion and rather than it being a cure it became a massive virus that just had a high infectious rate so i believe it was cured up somewhere in a lab in china and then it somehow got out 
and then all of a sudden it went boom and went everywhere because for like two you can have it for like two weeks or like a week oh yeah yeah and, and you wouldn't and show any symptoms so essentially you would have the virus for three weeks the first week you'd have it you wouldn't really show symptoms and then on like the seventh or eighth day you would start showing slight symptoms and then as it goes on as your body then starts trying to fight it you get more and more symptoms and then you hit peak covid and then that's when you just fucked <laughs> um and then obviously you have from the duration of them weeks you then just suffering and it was from my experience it wasn't nice um from other people that have had it you have had a worse experience than me they've had a real bad time mine mine wasn't that bad did you, oh, was, did you catch it yourself? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I got it. I got high fever, sweating, couldn't eat, and I just had the pain all over my body. But I was like, after one week, I was fine. Did you lose your sense of taste and smell, or did you keep it? No, I, I kept it. I wanted to lose it so I so I could eat a whole onion and stuff and make money on it, but I couldn't. So was... <laughs> eat a whole onion. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! How, I wish I could eat this onion right yeah. now. It'd be like Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I think because I remember how foods tasted. Yeah, and as I eat them now, they don't taste the same. So if I was gonna have a bit of cheese, right? Everyone loves cheese. Yeah, yeah. It tastes different than what I used to remember it. And obviously, I that's not the cheese being different. It's how my brain rem, cause remember, I'm, yeah, how it used to taste. So now when I'm tasting it, I go, hmm, it doesn't used to. Why is it a little bit more sour now? Like I'm picking up. Like I feel like my taste has improved. Because I'm tasting slightly more than what I used to, if that makes sense. Like if you eat a strawberry and you go, ooh, sweet. And then you yeah. lose your taste for a while and it's it's bland. And then it comes back and you go, ooh. And you have all these extra tastes. So I believe in some way, even though I lost my sense of taste and smell for a little bit, when it's come back, it was a bit more like more potent. So like if I go up at like a... Like a uh, a drink that's got a little bit of alcohol or something and you, you give it a sniff you can kind of sniff the spirits and yeah. you can also sniff what was made with it so you go up to like a um like i wouldn't been able to do this beforehand but i can go up to like a glass and sniff a bit of vodka and go oh it's made with potatoes because it smells a bit no like way. it's it smells a bit dirty it's weird um <laughs> and i never used to be able to do that like i, I can go up to um like a cider and Oh, apples. <laughs> um, but no, I, I could go up to, I can, I can now go up to like different whiskeys and like smell the smokiness of it. So I can, I can, I can smell if it was like if the barrel it was in was burned on the inside, because um, it gives it a bit of a smoky taste or if it's got an oaky taste. Um, so I feel like me personally has improved my smell and taste um, quite by a, like a large margin, but. I had to go through four months of not being able to smell or eat. Or taste, yeah. I, I would eat things and, and obviously try and smell things and nothing completely. And then one day, um, I was having a, a cup of tea and I could taste the tea. I, like, I could really <laughs> tell, 
taste the tea in the last sense. So, did you take the vaccine though? I did not. My man, I did not too. I I I, I, <laughs> I did not. Too. My my mum, my dad, and everyone else that I know personally have all took the vaccine. Yeah, um, same. So. I the thing is I read a lot of shit online, right? So uh, <laughs> around the time you would just go on because I I used to Google it. I was interested to see if there was like a spike um, in cases in the area that I live. Uh, mainly because during the time I was working in, in an environment with a couple of hundred people under the same roof, so if there's a lot of cases in my area, likelihood is someone in my workspace has po- probably got it. Yeah. Um, so depending on that, I'll be, I would wear a mask anyway. Um, but I'll be more inclined to use hand sanitizer more often. I used to do it every now and then, uh, mainly whenever I've been removing my face mask and then obviously when changing it and etc etc but uh depending on the high count uh, i'll then be more spot on with it um only mean reasoning because during the time uh my dad had a poor immune system whereas with me and you the fatality rate if we were to catch it would be like one in a hundred so we'll catch it a hundred times and the one percent being we could possibly pass from the virus with him during that time because his white blood cells were so low it was a one in three chance so if he were to obviously catch the disease it would be a 33 percent chance of him passing on and obviously i didn't want to take that risk so judging on how high the rate was in my area i would be a bit more on it yeah a, a bit more careful um, and then obviously, as the year went on and the cases dropped, the uh, lockdown policies also lessened and it was a bit more free roaming. Um, and then around that time, I'd probably fucking call it off someone when I come back from a plane. Because uh, <laughs> um, there was no cases of it being in, in our warehouse for quite a while. Um, and then one of the lads comes back from Greece and then bang, I catch it. So he probably went to Greece, come back and give it to me, motherfucker. Fortunately, at that time, he, his immune system improved. So if you were to catch it, it wouldn't be so fatal. Fortunately, I kept myself to myself and stayed in my room for the whole two weeks. So I didn't see anyone for two weeks. So no one in the house at the time caught it um, until my mom caught it like seven to eight months later and gave it to everyone else in the fucking house. <laughs> so when I caught it, she had a go with me and said, I better not give it everyone. And then when she caught it, she gave it to everyone. I was like, well, come on, mom. <laughs> You had one um, job, mom. One you job. had one job. <laughs> no, 